1: It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday. Wayne McCurry is a Portfolio Manager at FNB Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. Wayne, I forgot about it last week, but you kindly reminded me. So this week, we are going to clear the decks and not talk about all the extraordinary moves we've seen in the market. We're going to talk about something more fundamental, which is actually quite important when you have a look at the moves that we've seen recently. And it's all to do with growth versus value stocks. And the great illustration of it was last night. The Dow Jones was up one and a bit percent. The S&P was up two and a bit percent. And the NASDAQ was just over 3% higher. Now, Dow Jones is populated by value stocks, S&P growth and value, NASDAQ mainly growth. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of flip-flopping between the two. Maybe start with with your interpretation of what a growth stock is and a value stock, please.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, this obviously, I suppose, takes a lot of explanation and a lot of... Talking on my side, Mm. well, not too much. First of all, any one company isn't always a growth company or isn't always a value company. It depends on where it is in the cycle. Yeah. Now, sarcastically, a growth manager has six fantastic years and one truly awful year. And a value manager has six awful years and one truly fantastic year. Okay. Yeah. So, that's a bit of a difficult, but let's talk about what is a growth stock. A growth stock is a company where the market interprets that future earnings growth is going to be unbelievably good, and we'll take that into account today in the share price. So, a classic example at the moment is Tesla making virtually no profits but they i don't know of the biggest companies in the world so it's all on future profits now that works sometimes there's plenty of examples where it's been successful and you can think of the fang stocks but there are plenty of examples where it's been a catastrophe and it hasn't worked out And there, in the South African context, dimension data is probably the best one to talk about.
1: Before you go on, Wayne, it's not just future earnings. It's the market participants' anticipation of future earnings as with dimension
0: data. No, no, that's what I said. It is the anticipation that future earnings are going to be fantastic and you are not overpaying for the share because the earnings are just going to – double and double and double again for a sustained time period and eventually the market will justify the current price because of future earnings. So that's a growth share. So in theory, every growth share has got to deliver growth at some stage. So in theory, growth shares become normal shares eventually because the, the earnings catch up to the share price. or More correctly, the earnings catch up to the rating. In other words, a growth share cannot be a growth share forever because then that means they're never delivering on profits. And eventually, you've got to deliver profits because only one thing ultimately determines a share price, and that's delivering profits. So if a growth share remains a growth share forever, it will probably collapse because that means that it's not delivering profits. Now, you can not deliver profits for three years, for five years maybe at a stretch eight or 10 years, but eventually share prices are determined by actual profits and not anticipated profits. So a good example in South Africa of a share that's going from a growth share to a normal share is Capitec. You know, they have delivered earnings, the rating has come down, and they are delivering on what the expectations of the shareholders or the share price has been. So there's a classic example of a company that was a massive growth share It's delivering the earnings and the rating is coming down and it's becoming a normal share. Another one is transactions capital. Yes. Same story, it's becoming a normal share. Now a share that didn't work is Cura. It was growth share, growth share, growth share like crazy, didn't deliver on earnings it's now become a value share. Okay, so now a value is very different. A value share.
1: Just before you go on to value, is, so what what will yeah. happen to Tesla if it doesn't start delivering? Um, or, the or share rather, price will it, collapse. It will collapse. If it does start to deliver, then it's not going to continue to go up. People will just say, "Well, we we anticipated it's this delivered. two, three, four yeah. years ago, so it's all in the price. Yeah. So it'll stay where it is. Is that correct?"
0: More or less. More than, likely, more than likely, it will start to become a normal share. Okay. Okay. So, and a normal share means you have a price-earnings ratio of between 10 and 30, for example, not 300 or 400 or minus 300 if you're making losses. Okay. So, another classic example of growth share are the companies that – Process and not investing—they're making losses, but the future anticipation, the so-called hockey stick or J curve, is that they will make significant profits into the future. So, food delivery, um, you know, classifieds, uh, edutech—all of these things are huge potential future growth industries. Now, the history is patched for growth shares. Some succeed, some don't. And there, I mean, I've given some examples, but the biggest classic of all is the dot-com boom in 2001, 2002, where anything that that name ended in Mm dot-com listed and went up. Those companies don't even exist anymore, you know? They literally don't exist anymore.
1: Actually, it was just slightly below, before that, actually, in the late 1990s. And mm. then in 2000, the Nasdaq yes. collapsed. So, and, and then it went on from there. And it took so many years for the yes. Nasdaq to recover that 5,000 uh, level. I mean, it took many, 4, years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, many exactly.
0: years. 4,800 Many years. Okay. Right. So there's the there's a the growth share. Now, a value share is normally a much older company. And it's normally... More volatile. So it's been around for longer. And it's normally the classic growth, the, the classic value shares are mining shares, building and construction shares. So companies that experience huge cycles in their earnings. And I think in this example, we must talk about platinum shares because I think in the South African context, it explains it very nicely.
1: Okay. Uh- so
0: a value share mm-hmm. is a company that's down on its luck. Its profits have collapsed or they actually might even be making a loss. The environment that they work in is terrible. There's only bad news. So a value share, when it is value, you only hear bad news. A growth share, you only hear good news. So a value share, um, classic Kumba Iron Ore, that's the best one. Kumba Iron Ore in the China years leading up to 2007, 2008, the share price was 600 bucks. It was making money hand over fist. It was literally making money hand over fist. Then we had the global financial crisis and everything collapsed and the iron ore collapsed and everything fell in a heap. And the Kumba, Kumba iron ore price goes from 600 bucks to 28. Now at 28, it was in danger of going bankrupt. There was only bad news They cut the dividend. Anglo-American wanted to sell the company. They actually wanted to sell it. Now, if you're a value manager, you buy it. You might not buy it at 28. You might buy it at 150 because, remember, it's fallen from 600. Yes. But it eventually went back to 700 quite recently. Now it's down a little bit more now. So that's a classic value share. So a value share is a share where you as an investor look at it Everyone hates it. No one wants to touch it. The market is punishing it. It might, as in the case of Kumba, actually be in danger of going bankrupt. PPC is a classic value share. Tongot is a classic value share. So the current investors, the people who want to buy it now, say the future will get better. This company has been around a long time. It's gone through many cycles up and down. And Current earnings are not reflective of future earnings because it's cyclical. So essentially a value share people say, it's a cycle at the moment, we're in a down cycle, there will be an up cycle, so, therefore, I'm buying value shares.
1: But what you've what you've just described, you've talked about Tongat and Impala. I can't remember the other ones now. But these seem to be... Coomber. Yeah, I know. Okay, so a lot of commodity stocks in there which are notoriously yes, cyclical. Heavily cyclical, yes. I would so, have value thought shares, that...
0: is by definition, yeah. are cyclical.
1: But what now about... You might call, but no, sorry, now, before for argument's
0: sake, you might call the platinum shares growth shares because they've had massive earnings growth, but they aren't, they aren't classic growth shares. They... A classic growth share cannot be established for a, for a, for a sustained time period.
1: I would words, say... A, classic,
0: a, a growth share doesn't have... A, growth, a, a, a share classified as growth does not have a long life cycle because either it delivers on earnings and becomes a normal share or it disappears because the earnings never arrived.
1: But Wayne, it seems to me that the shares that you've described, and this is the point I'm trying to make here, they have dual personalities. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't say they're schizophrenic, they uh, but they, but they're like sejanas. One, uh, one day they one day they've got one face, and um, their are yes, growth correct. stocks. The next the next so uh, the, next year, they're, they're value stocks. So they go flip from one to the other. Be value. The, the ones yeah. that I would have yeah. thought, which which are, which are value just, shares, AB yeah. InBev and Johnson and Johnson, for example, these
0: yeah. now, to me Now, to me, those are just normal shares that trade at reasonable price earnings ratio. So now let's take SAB. Mm. Um, I mean, if SAB had to fall to a six PE ratio, yes, then it'll be a true value share. Let's just say something goes wrong. There's people turn off their beer in South America. They, something goes wrong with their beer in South America and the sales half and the and the share price just totally and utterly collapses, then it becomes a value share. But in its normal course of events, any company that doesn't have huge cyclicality in its earnings almost can't be a value share. Once mm-hmm. in 10 years, something might go wrong and it becomes a value share and you buy it because, you know, AB inbev's is going to be around for a long time. Yes. But strictly speaking, companies that have low volatility – in their earnings aren't true value or growth shares. So a good example now of a value share is SAPI. I mean, SAPI almost went bankrupt. You know, um, whereas Mondi isn't really a true value share. It might trade at a reasonable price earnings ratio, but, you know, they're not, their earnings are not subject to the same cyclicality. So a quick summary then growth shares are mm-hmm. shares that you anticipate massive future uh, earnings growth. But they all tend to be relatively new companies, normally less than 10 years old. Now, value shares are also shares where you anticipate massive earnings growth into the future. So there they share exactly the same characteristics, but you only anticipate the future earnings growth because the current earnings have been totally and utterly decimated. In other words, it's a cyclical phenomenon. So you can even argue value shares are where you anticipate a structural growth in earnings. uh, Sorry, growth shares are where you anticipate a structural growth in earnings. And value shares is where you're anticipating a cyclical growth in earnings. You're just buying it at the bottom of the cycle.
1: Okay, this is the last and one. And by the
0: way, this, yeah.
1: this, this is the last example that I want you to analyze for me. Aspen. Yeah. I don't know where it was. Did it go to four hundred, four fifty, and then down to fifty, sixty round a share uh, for whatever reason? It was heavily indebted. Yes. It had to sell the crown jewels. Yes. And now back. It went back to three hundred. Which is which is that growth value or? A bit Aspen of both? is
0: generally. I wouldn't classify Aspen as a growth share. Just classify Aspen as a company mm-hmm. that hit a bad patch. Okay. similar to similar to mr price one year they'll get the fashion wrong and they'll hit a bad patch and then it'll become a value share but over time they just you know normal shares that trade at high pe's you know clicks is another good example um, another good example is woolworths you know when woolworths was a fantastic company wouldn't necessarily call it a growth share but it was a fantastic company then they went and spent all their money and wasted all their money in australia and they got the share got so pounded, it became a value share. Yes. So 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 shares can be normal shares and value shares, growth shares, very seldom become value shares. They either they either deliver, or they disappear.
1: Okay. Final question before we get on to food, um, we have yeah. to talk about whether Wayne McCurry throughout his career has favoured growth or value, and if let so, let me talk about that. Yes, yeah, please
0: do. I probably tend to favor value, but I do know a few things for sure, which is the last point I wanted to make. All right. There is no clear winner between any investment stock. I've seen a thousand studies that says growth is better or value is better, but it all depends on what time period you're measuring because the market goes through clear cycles between growth and value. Very clear cycle. For ten years, we've been a value cycle. For so it had been a growth cycle. You know, mm. so there is no winner. There, 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 there is no. There's there's, there, there's no definite in investments. You know, there's no holy grail in investments. I grew up in investments in the nineties, which was a value cycle. So yes. I, I've got a little little warm feeling for value shares mm-hmm. because value shares. If you get it right, you look clever. Let's be honest. If you get a value share right, you look clever. You say, "I bought Kumba at thirty bucks when everyone else was selling." How were they? Were so stupid to sell? Look at six at seven hundred grand. So value managers can look very clever. Growth managers just buy anything that's going up. They just buy anything. There's nothing to really analyse all the future earnings growths. Or in in theory, there's there's nothing. You don't have to be clever to be a a growth manager. You just buy the shares that go up. Now, another word for growth manager is momentum investing, i.e. you just buy the shares that go up and you avoid the ones that go down. But there's no clear winner in these styles. eh? There's no clear winner. So I try my very best to be a common sense investor. If something looks like value and I think it's going to recover, I buy it. But if something is growth and the share price is going up, and I think there's a good future for it, I'll also buy it. Okay.
1: But I am naturally inclined to be a value manager. because of your legacy in the 1990s when you cut your tooth. Yeah, you know, same the as the guys industry. who grew
0: up in the yeah you know, the guys who grew up in the late 70s, early 80s, all gold bulls. I mean, off they're not hardly any of them around anymore; they're dead. <laughs> but they, they, they only know gold. They, they, they just know gold. Now Shapiro he's a, through and through growth investor. Very much so. And he's been incredibly successful over the years. I mean, phenomenally successful. But there is no clear winner between the two styles. Eh? It all depends on when you measure it and what criteria you use. And now, this whole style investing was massive in the investment market from about 1996 through to about 2008. Every person you spoke to wanted to know: Are you a growth venue or a GARP many a grow growth at a reasonable price manager? Or are you a value manager? And all the consultants wanted to put you in a box as to what your style was. Nowadays, it's not so big anymore. You are the these growths, and it's not as big. You know, all the all the consultants and all the academics did all the studies on these different styles of investing. But it seems to thank goodness. have gone a bit downhill, it's not as important as what it used to be, because there is no winning star. You know, you look at the truly, in in the South African context, the truly well-established, highly successful asset managers happen to be value managers. Alan Gray, uh, John Bicard, you know, they've been very successful, but then the other successful managers... Seem to be style agnostic, you know. Ninety-one Hendrick. he's he's style agnostic. He doesn't you know, go. He just does what he thinks is right. Yeah. So, so, but yes, you know, overseas, all the winners are, are growth investors because you just you just buy one of those. You just buy one of those. What they what they're called? Uh, ETFs. Fang shares. No. Fangs. You mm. just buy a fang. Yeah. You just buy a fang, and well, now it's a meng. You just buy them, and they just go up, and you look like a king. You know, so a bull market, mm-hmm. everyone's a genius in a bull market. Eh? But you'll have six, seven, eight, nine, ten good years. Wait until that one bad year happens, and you are totally and utterly cleaned out. So growth shares seem to be new age, new style, the best new thing since sliced bread. And for the last ten years, it's been highly successful. Because the companies, the underlying companies, have been highly successful. So this is not the dot-com boom. These, are, these companies are well-established and massive profitability and massive balance sheets. Etc.
1: So they fulfilled their promise. For example, yes, Amazon by
0: and large fulfilled the promise.
1: Amazon going Correct. from a, a little a startup in a garage to you know, yes. one of the biggest companies in the world. Good, very well explained, Wayne. Now I need some advice from you, please. As you know, yes. I, don't, I don't, eat meat. Haven't done for a while. Now a German doctor who gave me my first vaccination, he comes across the border occasionally because he's got a house on this island in, in the Netherlands, quite close to me, and he's, uh, he's a hunter. Goes out into the forest. Sure. He's, you know, he's, he's licensed and everything. It's all very well controlled in Germany. He goes off into these forests and he shoots animals. And he is, he contacted me and he said, Lindsay, I've got, um, I've got a hare for you. I've got a pheasant for you, and uh, I've, got, I've got, you've got a leg of wild boar. And I, said, I couldn't say, no, I mean, I don't, I don't eat meat. I said, that, that's, that's fine. Thank you very much. I'm very tempted to break my meat fast just, just for a couple of days over the holiday period, Wayne. What would your advice be to me from a, a moral point of view and also from a culinary point of view? I know you don't like games so
0: much, but what would you do if you were me? Yeah. Look, Lindsay's hard when a friend offers you something. Yes. Personally, I'm totally against any form of hunting at it. It doesn't interest me at all, no. to say the least. I'm, I'm not an advocate for for animal rights and stuff like that, but personally, I'm never going to shoot anything. Uh, and, and as you said correctly, secondly, I'm not a big game venison person. Mm. Uh, certainly on the pheasant, I know my, my dad was a huge hunter. Yes. Um, and when he used to do guinea fowl, I mean, guinea fowls are terrible because it takes forever, forever to debone them. But she used to roast it with – you actually put a jam on the outside of the, of, the, of, the, of the bird, and then you pin bacon onto it with toothpicks.
1: It was maybe and cranberry. And then you actually
0: eat it cold. Cranberry probably was cranberry. Yes. But then you, you, you roast it, but then you actually eat it cold like gammon. Mm. And I, I must say that actually was very, very tasty. And then I've also had some some game, I don't know about the wild boar, but I've also had some game where you actually take the fillet and for the strangest thing, you put chicken liver pate on the fillet mm-hmm. and you put bacon over that and you roast it. And you actually can't taste the chicken liver pate as a as a distinct separate taste. But the, the actual meal was, was actually truly really delicious. So you go... Bacon, I mean, chicken, I, liver, pate,
1: and, uh, and wild yeah, boar. That's great for your and cholesterol, isn't yeah. it? Mm, yeah, and, and, your, and, yeah, your, and your small intestine. Who worries
0: about that? <laughs> who worries about that? I worry about everything. Something's right? going to kill us. Okay. Something's going to kill us. It's going to kill all of us.
1: Okay, but Wayne, you don't like to hunt, and I wouldn't hunt either. I couldn't bear it. I'd, I'd have to go to bed for a week and then seek a psychologist or something because I just killed yeah, a fellow I,
0: I just couldn't do it, no.
1: No, good, no good, but I you couldn't. still eat animals that have been killed. It's just that you, no, they weren't killed by your hand. And
0: yeah, now I, I get you, and, and and I see the dichotomy and the, all the all the all the particular clashes in that as well. Now I, I got you, I got you on that one. But also, I mean, it's strange, you know. I don't I don't eat anything that looks at me. I could say a couple of things, but it's, I don't eat anything that looks at me. Right. If there's a fish, I want a separate fillet. I don't want to see the head and the eyeballs.
1: No well you wouldn't do very even well in the Mediterranean then, but yeah i know I know what you mean it is yeah. it's, it's slightly slightly spooky. I also like to lop off the hair' Slightly head. disturbing yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, it is all right well we've got that we've got that straight, but from my point of view, even though you don't like the three things that I mentioned pheasant, wild boar, and a hare that 's another one a hare. goodness me, I see them bounding I've around never, in the I've, never actually,
0: mm-hmm. I've never actually i 've never actually chowed a rabbit or or a hare uh, i've never actually had had, had the opportunity or inclination to actually chow one of them okay but
1: okay just to end this and we'll talk about your food story if you've got one in a moment but from my point of view would you break your would you advise me to just to have a wild card and break my meat fast
0: i think there are better things you can eat to break your meat fast i think you can have a lovely beef stroganoff or you can have a roast rack of lamb i think there are better things if you want to break your fast and commit your own private little sin there i think there's better things you can do it with okay
1: i'll I shall weigh up all the pros and the and the cons any food stories from your
0: point of view wayne's looking... yes i've got a food story from today okay go, now, go I ahead please. Know I, work, I work on motor cars mm-hmm. and i go shopping seems like every day I've got to go shop for something so today i went to the Place called Shamdors, which is in uh, Haberdashery. It's an upholstery shop, curtaining shop. Yeah, uh, it, it sells linen, it sells everything. It's the most massive shop just down the road yeah in Sand. Is that to sew your upholstery go... in your cars? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. So they go buy some hessian and then go buy some foam for some seats and I then see. they go okay. buy some vinyl and blah, blah, blah. But they've got a little takeaway shop there. Mm-hmm. And I went and bought four chili bites and two cheese and corn samosas. Mm. And these are of the best I've ever had. Gosh, There might be some unfortunate repercussions tomorrow because the chili bites were were hot. They were proper chili bites but let me tell you they were delicious. Yes. So this is straightforward and they're five bucks each for the chili bites. I think the samosas are six bucks each and they are top draw. Look, I think in that environment where Shamdors is. I think if you sell bad chili bites or samosas, you might get lynched. You know, it's, it's it's like a butcher, it's like a butcher in Pretoria selling bad bootors. You know, you, you might get lynched. So the, clearly they their offerings are of the highest quality, but they are and they were totally delicious
1: fantastic Wayne. um i've got a horrible image in my mind about in the next couple of days there yeah, be we repercussions on, yeah. no we won't there will be handstands yeah. in the shower as john we won't, used we to we say won't expand to me, further. no we won't but wayne thank you very much um with your permission um because it's probably going to be the last week next week when we when we speak it might be quite nice to get um, shapiro about whom we speak quite often uh, the three of us get together yes, we can and, get and we do can... a, a year end um, special if if you yeah, will yeah
0: we can we can do we can get we can get the old boy there we can get the old guy in yeah we better get him while we can okay we must Ma- remember it's a public holiday it's a public holiday next wednesday isn't it
1: no it's thursday it's it's 16th yeah we'll-
0: oh it's thursday the public holiday okay yeah, we'll do okay, it on tuesday okay. or wednesday because right. most people will go no, away
1: okay jolly good wayne mccurry is a portfolio manager at FNB wealth and investment and that was Wayne on wednesday The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings... These views are always subject to change,
0: revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.